Listening to the Otaku Spirit Anime Cast. My name is Andrew, and I'm joined here with Chris. Yo. Today's episode is going to be a review slash recap of Aria the Scarlet Ammo. Uh, like usual, we're going to do our review first, completely spoiler free for all those that have not watched the show. And then following that, we are going to go into a recap, which we will give a proper warning first, which in which time we will do a recap of the show because, uh, for those who don't know, in fall 2015, here coming up. Our current time, uh, we're going to have a spin-off series called Aria the Scarlet Ammo Double A, which is going to come out. So, for those who have actually watched Scarlet or Aria the Scarlet Ammo, they'll be able to get a recap of basically the world and everything involved in it. So they are refreshed and able to go into the new season and know what the hell's going on. Since it's a spin-off, I'm pretty sure you're really going to need to know basically the characters and the world itself which is most of this show so that's fine Uh, but yeah we're on otakuspirit.com you can go there for our news reviews and coverage of new and old anime as well as our wonderful community at the forum at the top there Um, you can also find recently we have all of our recap shows so if you have any shows coming up in the next season that you need to get recaps on there's a lot of them that we're doing recaps for so you can check those out and going into fall we're going to be doing a lot of uh, uh, first impressions so get ready for those and of course, our reviews that we're currently doing for the summer 2015 season. But yeah, let's get started. All right, the Scarlet Ammo uh, opens up at Tokyo Bute High. And I need to stop right here and make sure everybody knows what we're saying here. When I say Bute, it's B U T E I. That's what these people are called. So don't think I'm talking about something else. Uh, at Bute High, it is a school that trains Bute, which are basically uh, students that are able that n- learn normal classes, but they also basically learn combat skills. So they're able to carry guns. They're, I mean, they're required to carry guns going into school. Um, they get weapons training, vehicle training, all this kind of stuff, um, so they can eventually do jobs, mercenary type jobs. Their uh, uniforms the are bulletproof. Yes, their their uniforms are bulletproof, including the skirts. Apparently, I'm, I'm not sure if they ever got around to that, but I know they're. <laughs> I don't know. We'll uh, leave that aside. Um, but yeah, anyways, at this school, uh, we meet Kenji, who is a student there, and we come to find out that he wants to quit this school. He doesn't like Bute as much as he originally did. 
um, something involving his brother. Um, so he does not want, he wants to quit. So his grades are really low. Um, he could possibly probably be a lot better than he is, but he kind of messes with most of his glasses cause he wants to leave there. So, um, but he becomes a target of what they call is the copycat Butte killer. Uh, the Butte killer is basically, uh, somebody that was killing Butte and, they thought that they had him arrested, but then there's these string of serial murders that are still happening, um, targeting the Butte themselves, and he becomes a target of, of one of those incidents where he's on a, a bicycle that doesn't want him to slow down. If he does, it blow up, and there's an Uzi, a Segway Uzi that's chasing him around, and this girl saves him, um, named Arya. And Arya is a S-rank Butte, and she's very skilled. Uh, during the process of trying to save him, she ends up discovering that he has kind of a Side personality, which we come to find out is his hysteria mode. His hysteria mode is basically activated whenever he gets a, a little aroused by something. He suddenly has a split personality that comes out that is very chivalrous. It's, he's very charming. He's, he's highly skilled, and he can take down things really easily. And when she sees this, she becomes interested in him, wants him to become his partner. And, uh, of course, again, he wants to quit the Bude, uh school, but... She wants him to be his partner. We'll not. St- we'll stop at nothing for him to be her partner, and you kind of find out reasons for that later on. Um, but yeah, it kind of follows him as he's kind of roped up in her quest to find the Butte Killer because uh, the Butte Killer has framed, or these criminals have framed his or her mother, and she's trying to clear her mother's name, and so she's going after quote unquote the the copycat or whatever. And of course, you meet other characters. You meet. Uh, Shirayuki, who is kind of a girl that has an extreme fondness of uh, Kenji, and that's because you kind of find out their history together. You meet uh, Riko, who is kind of a information broker at first. You kind of learn that she kind of is able to get information that nobody else can get, um, and that kind of. And you also get uh, Reki, who is kind of the sniper who Arya often hires. She's a very skilled sniper. She's able to see things very, very well and. Take the sniper shot that she needs. She's a sniper. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's that's the gist of the story. Um, they kind of play a little bit off of uh, uh, an element of descendants. They kind of, I mean, one of the first things you kind of find out is that uh, uh, Arya is a descendant of the Holmes family. So it kind of plays off of that. You kind of learn that some other characters have some kind of uh, descendants that uh, of important historical characters. And they kind of play off that element a little bit, which is kind of really in- the, the probably the more interesting element of the story itself. I really like the whole descendant al- aspect, the uh, the desire to uphold that name. Like if if you're a if you're a son or daughter of somebody that's really important, you have a, a an obligation to kind of uh, stand in their shoes and be just as important. Don't you know? Don't don't taint that name, so to speak. You 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 have a shadow that you're living under. You have to make sure that you're you're doing a very good job. Otherwise, you might taint that name. And that whole element kind of shined a little bit, but for the most part, a lot of the show is uh, a lot of humor. Um, of course, Arya being the 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 voice of the the famous Sundere Queen. I mean, that's that's a, an important element of it, um, and that kind of plays. All, I mean. Being in the wake and the same studio and being in the wake of shows like Toradora and uh, uh, The Familiar of Zero, having Ryuku uh, Kojimiya as the voice of Arya does play a little bit in that. You kind of get that same Sundere feel from that character. 
But thankfully, like I mentioned in my written review, and I kind of mentioned before on other uh, posts and stuff, is it it does well in having Kenji the way he is. I think Kenji is a perfect character to have with that stock Tsundere character because they play off each other so well. I like their chemistry between those two characters. But I have watched the show way back in February, and I really liked their chemistry. And it wasn't until I watched it again that I started liking the more the, the side characters. I started focusing on them a little bit more. And I'm really liking Shiryoki. I, I really love Riko. I think she's a fascinating... She's probably the most developed character out of the, the bunch. Um, but I, 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 I learned to like pretty much all these characters. I was Some of them that didn't really get much time. Um, they were more of the lighter characters. But for the most part, I, I, I just really enjoyed all the characters. It wasn't really anything that I... Probably the only thing I really didn't like about the show is that there's probably two really key crucial parts of the story an overlying plot that never really gets solved um it's really just a here's this big important thing um here's the now and we're going to deal with that now and then conclude so it didn't when i first watched it in the same way and when i watched the second time i didn't really find that to be like oh my gosh i really want to know more about what's going on here it was really they if you give me more, I would love to go into that kind of thing. But it's not something that I'm... They didn't hit it enough that I felt that I needed it in order to have a conclusion. So that didn't bother me too much. I've been talking a lot. How about you, Chris? <laughs> <laughs> you looks at me like, are you done talking? Because you yabber a lot. Um, one, of the, one of the things that I, I, I kind of want to expound on with uh, what Andrew was talking about. What I think is kind of cool about the characters in general is is it doesn't... it it, it it's almost like they took the archetypes and expanded on them, and and I think that a lot of a lot of I they one of the neat things about this show that really needs to be focused on is that this show needs needs to be explored in the aspect of it doesn't take the archetypes and just use them as a way to say this is a sundere this is a yandere this is a a genki this is a dandere instead it takes those characters and it says i'm sorry not a dandere she was a kudere um it it takes these characters and it says hey let's go ahead and say this is a sundere but she's not a sundere for the entire show we're going to go and say Let's let's work on this character and and actually make her more than just a sundae. <laughs> um, uh, Shirayuki, she's kind of got these yandere tendencies, so let's expand on that. Let's go a little bit farther. It, yeah, it's not she's constantly looking through the window on the yeah, entire time. Yeah, they, they they actually expand on it. Um, uh, Mine, or I'm sorry, uh, Rico, she's she's not stuck in her tropes she just they they work on her a, a bit and i like that about this show it, it it does take the time to actually develop the characters which is something that seems to be lost almost an art that's lost anymore uh it's a great thing and i do enjoy that about this show which is surprising being only 13 episodes well technically 12 episodes the 13 was an ova but uh, to have pretty much more character development in this show than a lot of shows that we watch lately. I mean, we, a recent example is like Sky Wizard Academy. It's like, you had 13 episodes and you really develop on the characters really that much. This show had like 
uh, four characters that they did a lot of development for. I mean, some of them are, you know, you still need, you still have some threads you need to do, and that would assume that would be in the manga moving forward. And I'm assuming at this point we're not going to get a, a, a sequel, but we did end up getting a, a spinoff. Hopefully, that will mean a sequel eventually. I'm hoping. Um, but I, I, I agree. It's just, it's, yeah, Shiryuki Yandere, but we went into her past and we got all this information about why she is the way she is. Um, the whole paranormal, uh, Butte thing added in there was, was something that, that kind of just happened and it opened up all these other doors that I would, I'd love seeing kind of expanded on. Um, but it did well in that. And I, I, I appreciate that even though there was a lot of cases where I'm kind of going, why did suddenly this happen? This looks like completely off the wall. It kind of explains it later on. It just, it's just part of this world. Yeah, some people might critique it, but it is a part of this world. And there's a reason for it being there. There's a reason why this this underground group called the EU is, or IU is kind of trying to go after, uh, you know, Shirayuki and her, her paranormal aspect. That all kind of ties in together because that is what this group is. And... Again, it goes back into I like Arya and how they expanded on her her quest to uh, to bring her mom. Again, it didn't quite go as far as I'd want it to go with that whole thing, but it explains why she wants Kenji so much and that whole element of the homes that she is. It that that stuff is kind of it was it kind of goes in the idea that it, this is a a quote unquote harem type show, but there's all these threads added to it that kind of make it interesting and more than just a harem show. It has well, a driving yeah, that, force to it. It has a yeah, a driving force. It has a substance to it. It's not just oh, here's a harem. He's got the fa- the the group is together. They're in one room, and let's hit the checkpoints. Okay, let's do the walk in. Let's do the the fall in on the chest. Let, let's no. It didn't really kind of focus on that. It, it gave it a, a story. So it goes further than that. And like I said, it it didn't complete all his threads, but it did well enough that it gave me. A conclusion to the current situation and the character that they dived into I thought was a really good story and not an extremely oh my gosh blow my mind but it was a good story that I enjoyed it and it it sold that character for me that I really like that character so and one, one, another thing that I, I'd kind of like to point out is in the visuals uh, I like the character artwork on 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 a lot of these characters but one thing in particular that I did enjoy was some of the aspects involving um there was some fan service aspects that I enjoyed but I also enjoyed the fact that um Arya her her head was uh, or her face was a lot different than and I think that translated through a lot of these characters their their faces were um more round I don't know if you noticed that in a lot of the shots mhm and yes. I, 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 I enjoyed that. I thought that, that it, it it was almost a refreshing take on 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 faces in general and it's and it's so hard to describe that. Um but it, it did actually show that I, I I found it and I, I found that I enjoyed it. And I, and I, like I was saying a little bit ago. Like whenever she gets like puffy? No, no, not necessarily. Just her her I almost want to say her silhouette. I, I don't know how to describe it, it, and it would be something that I would have to show you, I guess. Is, is But I enjoyed it. I thought it looked really good. In a lot of cases, uh, the, the character artwork in general was very good. And I enjoyed some of the more fan service aspects of the show that 
it didn't it, it's it's different than a lot of shows where it's just blatant and in your face this one was more subdued and just kind of teasing and i enjoyed that it, a lot of the fan service is very teasy it very few times that it was really kind of like all up in your face it's really like a the, the skirt goes up a little bit but doesn't quite meet the the line of the of the the panties or whatever it's, it's just one of those it leaves it to the imagination kind of thing that we always talk about it it very subtle um but yeah i, I think i'll probably get your, your thing about the round faces i i I appreciate a lot of the art style on this show. Um, has some pretty good action scenes. The only unfortunate thing is they do play a lot with CG, uh, especially like the vehicle things, but not enough to bring me out of it. The only thing that really brought me out of it was uh, the excessive use of like CG guns and CG bullets, kind of a little off-putting, especially like, oh, she pulls the guns, enter CG gun moment where they're firing off, and then it goes back to the characters. And there's a lot of cases where there's action happening and you're just getting shots of people's faces. And I think that was a little bit down uh, of a a letdown in a lot of situations. A lot of cool swordplay happening and suddenly we're too busy watching these two characters. But but it wasn't enough to ruin the show for me, so don't don't get me wrong. Um, but it, it just turned out to be a really good show and I, I, I enjoyed it from beginning to end. I didn't really have too many problems with it. So uh, not a stellar show, but very entertaining, so... Yeah, this is this is one of those shows that uh, it's. I, how did we put it the other day when we were talking about it? It's it's a show that 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 it shows its potential, it shows its hand, and it doesn't it doesn't try too hard to go outside of what its its reach is, and it felt like it 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 developed the characters, and it's just a solid show straight through and. It just does what it needs to do, and it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't underplay, and it doesn't overplay. Yeah, I'm good with that. I got a lot of lot of funny moments. I think my funniest part in the show was definitely the I didn't get pregnant moments. <laughs> yeah, but I, I I loved a lot of the shiriyuki points. Yeah, the, the I, pulling I, under the sheets with the chain. I, <laughs> I, I think that I think that it's it's so funny that you said that you enjoyed it. Maybe maybe it was because we were watching it together, and I was just busting up every time that Shirayuki was coming into the show. It's like, oh my gosh, I love her so much. It's just it, she works. I I think the only part that I didn't really like about the show was this one moment with uh, with Arya that she was just kind of going on our jealous tirade about. Uh, uh, Kenji being with uh, Riko in a room, and it was like okay, a little bit too long. But outside of that, I I, I enjoyed pretty much every moment of the show. It was there's a few points where you're kind of like okay, why did that just happened, but it ends up explaining it later on. So it's like one of those just just if you see something weird happen, just kind of go with it. You'll it'll get explained kind of thing. It, there wasn't really in that many untied ends. It was if something happens, usually there's a reason for it. So don't dwell on it too much kind of thing. So, um, but yeah. Riku, Riku is definitely best girl for me. I know you were on Shiryuki, right? Yeah, I, I, I liked, I liked, yeah, Shiryuki was best for me. I loved R- R- Riku, but uh, yeah, Shiryuki just blew it out of the park for me. Yeah, uh, just good characters. I, I, I like the even the chemistry between the character. The, I mean, you have, like I said, the I like the chemistry between Arya and Kenji because. He's not a he's not a get kicked around by Sundete kind of character. He was like, okay, suddenly he gets hysteria and he ends up <laughs> putting Arya in like a very extreme case of of a blush fest. 
I like that. It was a lot of fun. And then you have like Shiryuki showing up and her clashing with Arya and her sundetiness and that happening. And then you have, of course, Riko showing up and her being promiscuous and it upsetting both Arya and Shiryuki. I mean, they all play off each other very well. So it's a good good chemistry between the characters. It's enjoy. like it's like uh, Andrew was mentioning that that he figured that the character that I would like would be uh, 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 Green Hair uh, Ricky. <laughs> And 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 yeah, I I loved her character artwork. I love the fact that she was she had a thing or she had the wolf and all, all that stuff. Her 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 uh, kuderi uh, just it worked for me, but she was not present in the show very much at all. Was, was I, not was not her time to be around. Kind of guess yeah. I, uh, that probably the only thing to think about it. Uh, but yeah, that's 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 about it. That's uh, that's Arya and Scarlet Ammo. Um, again, like we said before, we're gonna go into a recap spoiler session. Um, so at this point, we thank you all that are going to be leaving us that don't want anything spoiled. Um, we appreciate you guys listening to us. We hope you enjoyed. And uh, definitely again, check us out at TakuSpirit.com for all of our our stuff there. And thank you for listening. Os. Moving forward, again, we're gonna go into our recap of. Arya and the Scarlet Ammo. Uh, again, this is for a refresher for the fall 2015 season. Um, I guess the, the best way to go about this show is kind of give a quick idea of the story itself and then kind of dive into each of the characters. Um, again, we kind of mentioned it's it's this world, Tokyo Bute High, uh, Academy. It's where they train these Bute who are basically uh, people skilled in weaponry, vehicles, all this kind of stuff. Basically, they're training mercenaries, basically. So they they eventually get jobs that are given to them that eventually will give them credits for their school or get them money, um, and then moving on from there onward to all this other stuff. Yeah, this is more of a character-driven show, so... Yeah, that, that's pretty much... That was it. That's, that's the overarching plot. Uh, the substance of the show really comes around Arya and uh, Rico, essentially, for this, this particular season. Um, Arya, of course, is Arya is uh, Sherlock Holmes' descendant. She's Sherlock Holmes the fourth. Um, again, she's an S rank. She's known as Arya the Quandra, which means that she has two guns, two swords, um, and she's of course looking for these criminals that framed her mother as the Bute killer. And she's trying to shave off that sentence that she's been had all these crimes put on her. And to do that, she needs to find all of the actual criminals to put them in jail and she it's usually pretty much everybody in the in the eu uh which is this other organ this other group that is from the show that we've gotten so far from the eu they are basically uh mostly that we've seen so far are paranormal butes um this includes for what we've seen so far is rico uh rico mine uh mine who is again uh lupin's fourth descendant uh so she she's a thief quote-unquote thief descendant um we also meet uh john the arc uh john the arc is again and also another Durandale. paranormal and uh we also meet vlad which was the count dracula so to speak he kind of said that he was kind of had the blood of count dracula in him i don't quite wasn't really 100 percent sure exactly how that worked but he is count dracula um, and those are the people that we met so far. Vlad was like the second in command of the EU. Um, we never met the first in command. We also learned that uh, from Rico, according to her, uh, Kenji's brother is also part of uh, the EU, uh, which 
of course, Kenji thought that he died in this whole uh, attack on a boat. His brother ended up saving everybody on the boat. He was the sole person that died on that boat accident. And that's why he wanted to quit the Butte Academy because everybody blamed the fact that he was a Butte. He should have been able to do more. And he hated the, the response that it gave him about the Butte and all that kind of stuff. But anyways, uh, we again, we learn about uh, Arya being the descendant of uh, Sherlock Holmes. That creates her rivalry with Rico. Uh, Rico ends up becoming quite a crucial part of the story because she, again, is the descendant of Lupin. Um, we end up finding out that she wants to defeat Arya as the descendant of Holmes in order to prove that she is worth worth it. Um, Vlad gave her the the promise that if she were to defeat Arya, she would prove that her worth and thus he would let her go because we find out later that Vlad has been basically keeping Rico stuck inside of a cage her entire life, for most of her life, since her parents had died. And he's basically extracting the blood of each of these descendants in order to put them in himself because he's Count Dracula and he's wanting to get the powers from them or whatever. And he believes that she is uh, useless, that she's not, she doesn't have any potential, so she's worthless. And so Rico is basically trying, Rico is trying to, to prove her worthiness by defeating Holmes. But she kind of gives... Arya a little bit of time to produce her partner because the whole thing is the assumption is that if Arya gets that perfect partner being a descendant of Holmes, she will then unlock her true potential and be a worthy uh, adversary to her and then she will be able to defeat her as her full potential. So that's most of the beginning story for itself. Um, we meet uh, Shiryuki who ends up uh, being pursued by the EU because she's again a paranormal bute and they seem to be wanting to gather all the paranormal butes and that's done through Jean which is done through Durandal is the the mysterious name Durandal but ends up being Joan of Arc um of course she fails and then after that we kind of jump right into Rico who uh commissions Arya to steal a rosary from Vlad's uh she comes back basically claiming that she she Vlad has taken her rosary and she's very upset about it. Please help me. It's from my parents. Um, we come to find out that that rosary was actually part of her power and that she would need it in order to defeat Arya. And then during that whole thing, Vlad shows up and does bad things to Rico, which upsets us. But it happened. Made me man. Um, and I in the process, throw, I wanted to start throwing stuff. Yeah, in the process of Vlad. Uh, he claim he, and I don't know f- how much we want to dive into that, but technically Vlad required himself to see misery in order to un- to bring about Count Dracula out of himself, his full potential. And at that point, he takes on Arya and Kinji and Rico, and they overcome him. And then Rico decides to to do good in her word and help testify for Arya's mom and. That's everybody's, it. Everybody's happily ever after. That's it. Yeah, yeah. And then they go to the then they go to the hot springs and and get beat up <laughs> by a ghost. That's a it. Ghost kid. Yeah. OVA. Um, yeah, that was one of the interesting things is when when we were trying to one hundred percent guess what the heck was going on with Vlad, uh, we ended up finding out that they. And I guess that's one of those things we're not sure if that's a. It, it it's got to be something they just completely missed out of the show because. 
I don't see them bringing that up later after he has beat Vlad. But they kind of mentioned this idea that technically Vod had part of his blood, uh, Kenji's blood, the hysteria oh, yeah, mode element. He, he was he. That's why he was wanting. Uh, I'm guessing because we were upset uh, at the uh, idea that he's he's kicking Rico's face yeah, in. Uh, apparently, he was he was wanting somebody who would uh, effectively surpass the past version, and that's why he he kept calling uh, Rico a, a failure is because she didn't surpass right her her previous, and that's and he was taking the the DNA from those people and incorporating it into his DNA. Yeah, that's how he was able to overcome garlic. He was able to overcome mm-hmm. bullets. He was able to overcome light is by extracting all these bloods from different people uh, of substantial ability. Um, but we were kind of mentioning the idea that he might have gotten his, the hysteria mode from uh, Kenji, and while Kenji requires to be aroused in order to unlock his hysteria mode, uh, Vlad required to be to see misery upon somebody, and that was why he was kicking the crap out of uh, Rico. And it, that was one of those things where I, I just seen it as just a very rough situation. I did not like it at all. The first time I watched it, I did not like it. Um, I just felt it was just one of those moments of they wanted to get a little dark in the situation and they pulled it off because it was really upsetting to watch. Um, but it was interesting to see that it actually had a purpose, even though I didn't like it still. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, like I said before, I love Rico and that was really a lot of that. It was just seeing her, her past, how, what all she went through being stuck in that cage. And it was all for the purpose of, uh, of Claude wanting to, get something from her. He was constantly going there to extract her blood to, to see what he would do with the DNA, and she would never f- reach that f- potential. That's why he released her to let her expand on her potential, and then eventually when she reaches that point of fulfilling, uh, overcoming Arya, he would extract that blood and thus get whatever he could from her DNA, which was... I, I thought all that element was really cool. I liked the the element of these these characters that were all descendants of somebody all being stuck under those shadows and trying to overcome it. Rika was constantly crazy because she was she was under she was under all this pressure to becoming something that she was not going to become. Arya was always struggling with the fact that she couldn't be this famous home character. She wasn't as great as this Holmes character was that she's a descendant of. She was uh, she couldn't uh, deduce things as well as he could. She was just a she wasn't as as great as that person. So that was always that element that was in there. Um, but like I said, I was the the elements that I was a little unfortunate about was just. We didn't get to see them eventually free her mother. We never got to see Kenji's brother, even though they kind of hit on it a couple times. Um, those elements, you see in the EU, and we never got to see the, the big boss of them. I'm assuming eventually we're probably going to find out that it's probably his brother is the big boss of EU. I mean, yeah. that, that plot that plot point is always there, available. You could take it if you want. I'm pretty sure it's already been done. Um, yeah, it seems pretty glaring. I mean, I thought yeah. about it. Um but I guess to take from this recap, I think the main thing we're probably going to visit when we go into uh, the double A is, of course, we're going to have a new character shows up. She's not a, a great boote, but she wants to study under Arya. So we're going to, of course, probably hit Arya most most definitely. I think it's already seen it in the PVs. Um, we'll probably have the Academy involved, which we already know the Academy is training these, technically they're mercenaries. Um, we're probably going to have some kind of... Uh, some kind of probably uh, interaction with the EU. They're probably going to get involved at some point, um, causing trouble. Uh, we're probably going to have the main characters, which we pretty much hit all the characters. 
Um, so those are the main points we're going to probably be exploring going on forward is how are these characters going to get involved with this new character involved uh, that they're introducing going forward. So you don't think it's going to be their daughter? Who's daughter? Arya and Kenji's. No, unless they suddenly forgot about her <laughs> and she's practically older than. I, I mean, Arya, Arya double A, two A's, second Arya. I guess. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I still ship Shirayuki and Kenji, but, you know, it looks like they're trying to ship. The Arya. way things are going, I'm pretty sure Riku eventually would probably get in there first. Yeah, she's, in, she's, she's a she's little bit more forward. forward. <laughs> well, technically, Shiryuki got pretty, Shiryuki, uh, got I, pretty yeah, forward she, in that one yeah, episode. Yeah, <laughs> once Riko came in, Shiryuki was like, I'm that getting was like the him, trigger. and I'm getting him now. That was a trigger. I she mean, doesn't care where she's at, she's going to do it. <laughs> that was that was definitely a trigger moment. Like like I said before, I think, cause we're going to kind of jump into him now. I love the I love the whole scene with the... I, uh, out of nowhere, Arya's like, but I didn't get pregnant. He's like, what are you talking about? She's like, Dad said if I ever kissed, it would lead to me getting pregnant. And there was just like, I loved how she stutters this show. Just that that kind of thing that she was doing was just just great. But yeah, my, my second favorite was definitely Shuriyuki just just taking upon herself to lock them up in that room, jumping into that bed and throwing all her clothes out and throwing the chain on him and pulling him in. <laughs> And then he's like, "Look down, I'm I'm embarrassed. Look down." And she's like, "Woof!" And then he just <laughs> climbs out the window and runs. And be ready when I get back. We'll do that kind of thing. It was that was that was great. That was that was definitely my my two favorite moments. I I love the Rico in the in the the school. She's like, I he's like, "Where's my pencil?" She's like, "I hit it. Go for it. I gotta train your your hysteria <laughs> mode." I and like, then the lights I turn like- on, and Vlad is standing there, and she just goes, I'm done, and she runs out the door. <laughs> I was like, oh I my like, god, she just I like, him. I like Shiryuki, just, in in her eyes, Kenji could do no wrong. And it was like, don't worry, it's not your fault, it's that yeah. thieving cat. <laughs> it's like, she's yes, tainted you. I, I know she's it. tainted you. Uh, even like when she gives her the card, says, be my friend, she's like... Don't you think that you got ahead because I kissed him too? <laughs> like, what the heck? <laughs> oh, just just a lot of good moments. I, I I enjoyed a lot of these characters, so it it played in it too well. Uh, any other goofy moments we want to bring up? Uh, I, I I appreciate uh, Riku having the best parachute ever. It's a best parachute. parachute. Oh, it's yes. a parachute with fan service. People, a parachute with fan service. No, it wasn't. It was it was her outfit had a second use. Uh, I, Other they, than being a ba- a, a bulletproof uniform, it also seconded as a parachute, and it, and that that that's fine. I, I I guess each of the characters kind of play off there. I mean, Count Dracula is this big, gigantic, crazy-looking wolf thing. Um, Jonah Arc having the 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 freezing blade and the cool outfit. Uh, I wish we seen more of her because she was her artwork was pretty cool. Um, and then uh, Arya, of course, wanting the the partner, but I think Rico really spoke her descendants, uh, her descendant nature the best because I mean she had all the cool things when she when she kind of faced off with uh, Shiryuki, she had the whole uh, sure, and she brings up her brings down her umbrella, and suddenly it opens up and it's a gun, and or it shoots out, and then she throws the umbrella up in the air, and she's able to catch it and. Uh, her outfit turning into this parachute, and all these little cool little things that she does that just kind of fits the Lupin aspect of her character. 
I think she brought out her character the most, so I part of the reason why I liked her so much. I wish they did that with most of the other yeah, characters. I, I think that I think that uh Arya in that aspect was a little bit weak because every once in a while she'd pop up and she'd go, You're Count Dracula and it's like yeah, I don't <laughs> see how you came up with that, but you go, Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> I mean, I got she, the, the... She never the, figures things out until that point. You're Count Dracula. <laughs> Elementary, dear Watson. Yeah, I mean... Or dear Rico, or Kenji. <laughs> I, I, the the Joan of Arc thing was so left field. That was I definitely was like, left field, yeah. I, I was like, okay, well, I, I'll go with it. I mean, I'm fine. Uh, she was talking about... I, I seen Joan of Arc as Maybe like a the Joan good of Arc character, the, the, so the 15, why she's yeah. evil, I'm, I'm not quite sure, but we'll go with it. It was like, is it like... Well, that was the thing. It was, it was I'm sure there's something important with the EU that they get into eventually, maybe in the manga, but why would his brother go to join this group? There's obviously something there. Um, and it, it, that's probably with Jonah and Ark as well. Is That's probably why she's there. There's something there that would credit that. So we just never got to see it, unfortunately. It's something we thought, I thought that we did, we did end up getting with Jonah Ark being in their school. It's like, okay, maybe we're going to learn more about why she was there, but it was all about just to say this is what Vlad is and this is how you take him down kind of thing. And he kind of play a little bit more of, of Rico's information, too. So, Good stuff. Uh, I enjoyed it. So I hope that uh, I hope that the spinoff is good, too. We hope you all enjoyed our recap. Anything else to add before we conclude? No, I didn't, Pretty get, quick to, one. I didn't get to add very much in, in any way. You, yeah, did you, did. More, you did more talking this time again. You talked a lot about Shiryuki. Yes, because <laughs> Shiry- Shiryuki is awesome. Me talking that much wasn't that much because it wasn't a very long episode. So I could talk about Shiryuki for like 10 minutes straight. Just no, say no. Shiryuki, 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 no. Shiryuki. <laughs> Since I've seen you, you you could see me too. And she starts taking off her thing. No, no, you don't do that. Don't do that. And then, th- then it cuts over to Arya and the thing yes. drops on the ground and rolls. Because she's seen his chest. So she, he needed to see her chest. No, obviously. Poor guy has to jump out the window over two seconds. Uh, poor guy. I know I would say that not really truthful. <laughs> Hope you all enjoyed uh, this recap. Thank you all for listening. No, you, you need to care. you need to use uh, anime logic in that that situation. You go, ladies, ladies, ladies. It's better that you don't have to lose me. So why don't you both share me? That's anime logic, and it works every time. No, unless you're in certain shows, <laughs> like Two Love Rue or something. Yeah. <laughs> Later, everybody. Os.